everyone. Welcome back to The 30 Thrive. Annette, how are you today? We are really good today. I say we as if there's more than one person here. You've been saying that the whole series. I've just been letting you run with it, to be fair. But that's that's part of my personality. You know, who's to say? I'm two different people, actually. We're multifaceted people. So you're just saying we on behalf of all of the versions of yourself. Exactly. On behalf of the good and the bad. We are here. (laughs) We are all here. We're live and clear. So if you hear me say we, it's all of my personalities are here today. (laughs) guys we hope you have enjoyed this series so much we are now on episode 12 and we are going to wrap up our um our series with a sort of roundup of the year and you know that kind of normal reflection that everyone has at this time of the year we're gonna think back on what has gone well and what we've done well for ourselves and kind of think forward into the new year and how we're going to continue thriving so, Miss Annette, shall we get straight into it? Yes, we shall. Let's do it. 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 All right. So, skipping back to coming into 2019, so coming into this year, um, for the, I'm sure actually it might be the first time I actually spent New Year with you. I don't think I've spent one before with you, have I? No, you. I don't think you have actually. Everyone's always doing something, but funnily enough, I don't think we have. New Year's is a bit of a funny one, isn't it? Yeah, because people are like, some people like it quiet, some people go to church, some people go out all the time, some people just treat it like a normal day and just wake up. I used to go to church all the time. I, just I don't, don't think well. I've ever actually been to, to church on New Year's. Mainly no, because, like New Year's Eve. Like, yeah, you, I, no? I know that it's a thing, but like... um the timing just never really worked. I didn't of have... Course, the timing doesn't work for anyone, Sasha. Who no, knows? but... Shut up in it. <laughs> <laughs> because I'm like, I don't have a car. How am I getting uh, about okay, at, like, 1 o'clock in the thing. morning when this thing finishes? Like, the I'm, I'm I, I know what you mean, but I think it's like, in this day and age, I'm not saying that people shouldn't go because do your thing in it, but... Now that I've had kids, like it just definitely doesn't work. I, I don't like dragging my kids at that time and having to drag yeah. them out. People say, oh, it's only once a year. So once a year, but it's but not easy, two, two, man. In two days after that, they need to be at school and now you've dashed ah. them out of the And <laughs> so we got into the mode, and this is long, long ago, of just making sure we prayed and that we're together all at the same time and we pray into the new year. That's my thing. Like, it's, you know where the people are gathered and you know you're just really together as a family that's the main thing like these churches sometimes they can go on and on on (laughs) on and on so now yeah we're just always like on a family thing I really did enjoy um, moving into 2019 being with you and lots of other mutual friends and family Um, it was quite the literal bang shall we say don't tell these people that what that literal bang meant or else people are going to jail and i have to honestly it's the funny okay it's funny now it's funny at the time, funny at the time. so annette's husband decided to um do a fireworks display at their home and you know it would have been fine but as we know men don't really aren't very big fans of reading instructions black black people we don't do fireworks oh my gosh so they was like setting these up in the in the um 
oh gosh in the garden and we were kind of all inside and then they were like okay it's ready so we kind of went outside um we had the kids and we were on the perimeter waiting for them to go off and I remember looking at the apparatus they had fashioned shall I say to put these bloody fireworks in why was I seeing like empty bottles into the ground with a firework stuck in it and I was like what in the sweet name of the lord is this please and I was like okay and then so they lit the first one and it went off and I was like okay cool and then I just saw one of the bottles topple over but the firework had been lit and I was like Jesus and and that bottle was in the direction of the kids Jesus (laughs) I've never seen a set of people run screaming, actual screaming into the house. They tried to run into the house, but I've got like, I've got two sets of um, French doors. The the first set of French doors was open. And only one side of the other one was open. Only one side. So, you know, you can open the two doors of the French doors. One was open. Imagine a herd of children and adults and also trying to get through that one door. And then your husband is there laughing and still continuing to set off the other ones. I'm like, what are you doing? I'm telling you, in my head, I thought someone's going to die today. And, you know, this could be the end of me. This could me be me done. Because when that bottle tippled over. Terrifying. And they're actually terrifying. The screams of the children even made it worse. The screams of the children as if death was upon them. And then all you can hear is your husband in the background laughing. I'm like, is he all right? No, do you know what? He weren't laughing. Later on, he came to me and he was like, oh, Annette, you know what? I thought that was it. I thought we're finished. And I was like, you're an idiot. You're an actual idiot. (laughs) Why are you doing it? Like them. And not even that. What instructions told you to put it in a bottle? The uh, the 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 bottle, the beer bottle. Like no no instructions tell you to do that. What are you doing, man? Could have oh killed people gosh. out in here. Oh my gosh! So then after after that, we were like, leave everything else. Nobody light anything else. The most we're allowed to light is the little sparklers. And everyone was stood with a bu- bu- bucket of water right next to them. Like the minute it got even got halfway down, like put it in the bucket because you're not taking no chances for the rest. Never of again. Never ever again. I'm telling you that now. We ain't going down like that again. As Please. I said, there's some things that people should do, and there's other things that you should stay away from. But it was nice. It was it was, it it was, was nice. fun. It was nice. It was a wicked evening. It was lovely. Um, so Annette, let's talk about the rest of the year, my friend. Um, what for you has been, you know, the best the best thing, the most feel good thing for you this year? What has been one of your biggest achievements? You see, as we say, and we always say this, and you think we're joking, we're not joking. <laughs> we have to remember the year to actually talk about it. Bruh. Yeah. <laughs> Vibes like. I don't remember stuff like literally before we started this episode little behind the scenes disclosure this girl was just going through her phone to be like what's in my photos to to remind you please and I know I must have done something because I wouldn't be here sitting down you know like but it's so difficult these days the older you get the more zero f's you give and the more you just don't the brain doesn't retain information at all absolutely like Uh, straight yeah but I, I I can say I guess going into the year um 
like I had started like a little side hustle on like some interior design business side and I think getting to sort of let's say Q2 of the year it all started to have done really well actually and I was putting a lot of time and effort into it I, I haven't put in that much effort recently just because my daytime job is taking up a lot of time but I think for me like that was a big achievement and it took a bit of time to think to myself do I want to do this or is it a side hustle is it something I really want to do later but my whole thing is I always just go with the flow I think if you try to overthink things like this you do yourself a disjustice because um there's some people that definitely need to do this because they need the money I was, mm. didn't need the money. I just needed to uh, think whether it's something that... You, I think at the time, from well, at least what I got from what you were saying to me, you just wanted something outside of work to focus on. Yeah, yeah, you're right. And I, I think that is me all the time. And that's why I'm always uh, on some sort of extracurricular activity when it comes mm. to doing a little bit of side hustle because my day job can be sometimes quite mentally draining and therefore mm. I always need an outlet that is of a creative nature to mm. be to, you know sustain that creative side of me yeah and bring some balance yeah um so doing that was really good um but again <laughs> my day job is not I'm not I'm not a cashier at Tesco's mm. so I guess the difference is is you have to really think about your time yes and how much you've got to give to something yeah and the the reality it of it is something's got to give and you can't you can't put 110% into everything yeah and so I do things so what I've decided this year is I'll do a few projects here and there and then leave it so I'm so I've rejected quite a lot of different opportunities just mm. because I can't, who who's superwoman you can't do it all you know that's really good though to be honest I take that as an achievement in itself just knowing that two things because firstly not everything that we get into or like um every project we start needs to run forever some things are yeah. just for a, a portion of time you know and it's like I enjoyed it for what it was and we can put the lid on that and who knows what we can come back to it down the road you never know um but also mm-hmm. just it's I think it's quite the achievement acknowledging the different pools on your time and knowing what to prioritize at what time Mm. some people would try and do everything and it's not sustainable it's not sustainable and that's the thing and you know people were like oh I've got this uh, I've got this opportunity for you can you call hit this person up and sometimes I'll just be like nah Mm. it's not like it's not worth my time and you know I think the good thing with side hustles is that you get a little bit of money coming in from from that but then I think as a get into the last part of the year sort of q3 q4 I thought mm. let me focus more on my nine to five because things started to get a bit heavy on that mm. um and one's got to give you know if you put in one yeah. much more effort into one you can't with the other mm. but it's always there I've got that I've you know I pick up stuff when when I want to and I think it's it for me it's done it's boosted me when I was a bit down mm. So, you know, when stuff at work can sometimes be a little bit difficult, at least you can say, well, actually, F those people. I've got my own side hustle going on and I'm going to continue doing that. 
Um, so for me, yeah, I think that was a major uh, achievement and not in terms of an achievement where I see myself going into doing that full time or anything, but an achievement yeah. to take like to take some time out and say, right, let me do something different or else. Yeah. And essentially, I feel like you created something out of nothing. You created something just out of a, f- a few thoughts. And that's yeah. a really powerful thing. And I think the thing about side hustles that people need to think is that not every side hustle, like I say, will be forever. But what you you really can't underestimate the growth and the knowledge and the skills and the experience that you can take from each of them. And you never know what they're going to feed into because I feel like mm-hmm. when you reach out and try something, you just try a thing in it. Um, each time you do that, it becomes easier to try the next thing the next time something else comes into your head. Yeah. And you never know what's going to be the one to stick, but you might not try that sixth thing if you never tried the first one. Absolutely. Mm. And you've got to try something like, mm. You know, and I, I think for me, and this is, goes for every year that comes through, I'm not somebody who makes, I don't make any type of goals or anything, but I always say to myself, you know, if I was 40, sorry, 10 years from now, mm-hmm. would I regret not doing something mm-hmm. or ha- an idea that I had not sort of seen it forward? And it's not for any type of lucrative purposes. So trying to look for money or I want to be a millionaire or anything like that. I don't do anything because of that. It's just having the opportunity to be creative. Like, you know, not everyone is creative. But if you are, you understand that sometimes you've got ideas and you need to release them. And and I think that's me. And so I feel that, you know, if we're, if we're looking at, you know, what's the best thing or what's a, been a good achievement is just continuing to respond to my creativity. Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, without without thinking that people can turn around and think, oh, it's a net again. Not a net again with another thing. Get lost. F you. Because at the end of the day, like, at least I take that chance. Mm. There's half of you lot that have had ideas from... 10 15 years and you have actually haven't done anything with mm, them yeah so yeah that's for me that that's it I think um I want to hear about yours because you, you've had quite an interesting year um for me a couple things I think the first one that sticks out to me um is a very small thing for everybody else was a very big thing for me it was buying my car it's my first car <laughs> <laughs> um I still haven't managed to drive to a next house but I'll get there eventually <laughs> I told you that would be the that's when you know you've made it in life when you but get to honestly my... I remember you saying to me like having a car is going to give you some next level of freedom and my god the girl went lying you know hmm. it's so nice just to be able to like drive here drive there like and I still get a thrill about it because um I live in London but I've left my car for the time being with my parents who live outside of London so when I go and see them at weekends and at Christmas I can go up and get it and drive and whatever it's just so nice to be able to like drop mum here if she needs to go there like she needs to go and do shopping things that would have taken us like an hour and a half two hours before we're now like doing in 20 minutes um and I just still honestly get a thrill out of it. And I'm like, oh, this is me doing this. Oh, my gosh, I can't it's believe so it. so nice, though, isn't it? You <laughs> can just sit in your car and know that it's yours. Yeah, it's really nice. And I think I put on Instagram at the time, for me, it's what it means off of the back of that. Because 
that was it wasn't even planned to happen this year to be honest with you but um me and my mum were just chatting and then before you me and my mum were operating the same way like talking turns to oh let me just have a little google it turns to oh I found this does oh let's go and have a look okay look oh we've done it (laughs) and honestly within a week of having that conversation bought a car and um it was really nice to be in the financial position to be able to do that and for me buying that car represented reaching a financial milestone that Mm. I hadn't it was it was a new thing for me like having that excess money to be able to do that to be able to pay my um car insurance like up front for the year knowing that I'm going to be fine with the excess if something happens but it's that was just the culmination of many steps before that in my financial journey so it really stood out for me as a thing Mm, I I get that like because you know if anyone knows when it comes to driving it's such a biggie man it's such a biggie and I'm not just saying because you can get up and go but actually it's the freedom that that gives you um it's the freedom to know that I can jump in my car and I can go anywhere so if if I said Sash I'm feeling down or whatever you'd be like listen I'll come to you Mm. and you don't have to think about what time does the last train go back to my house and all of that type of stuff absolutely it's just a new type of it's a new type of freedom so that's one that kind of really stuck out for me this year Mm. and actually I kind of have to just give a little shout out to me and you doing this podcast because I think yeah because it's something we've you know kept going for 12 weeks our first season um and we'll come on to it later as to kind of how it came about and where we were when it did but um Mm. When honestly, there's there really is something in birthing ideas and like just creating something out of nothing and actually seeing it through. I really do think it does wonders, no matter what it is, for your self confidence and your belief in you as a person. And that kind of stuff can really help you down the line. You don't even know why you know you're doing this, me and you don't even we don't have like grand schemes and aspirations it's just something we're into and I really think you should follow your creativity because in doing this I'm building the confidence for something that could be five ten years down the road but who knows you know it all it all counts I've I've really enjoyed this it's these memories that we spoke about in the last episode where you're thinking you know looking back 20 years looking back 10 years five years what sort of stuff have you done? So, as I said, I always look back 10 years and say, you know, will I regret if I didn't do something? And I probably, I wouldn't use the word regret, but I look yeah. back and say, you know, I should have done that. Like, yeah. I don't care where, where it would have gone. I always had mm-hmm. an idea that mm-hmm. I wanted to not do a podcast, but just talk to the masses, however mm. I can reach that. And the beauty of podcasts is you can reach anyone in any given country. Mm-hmm. And it's... it's it's powerful like it really is it really is and I feel like we're just adding our voice to the necessary um sort of diversity and representation that like Mm -hmm. everybody's has a voice and we should all kind of use it um and I've really enjoyed this so that's one of my other achievements and there's there's so many podcasts out there when Mm -hmm. one of many you know thousands where you've got a couple black girls or whatever doing this but it's not about that don't think Mm -mm. that this monopoly um means that you can't join absolutely 
Absolutely, because I feel like there's a different tribe out there for everybody. And like, you know, I heard someone say something the other day. They were like, well, do you think that when Cafe Nero sees another Starbucks opening up that they think, oh, there's too much coffee, can't start opening another coffee shop? Even when you go to the bloody bread aisle in the supermarket, does anybody seem to be slowing down with creating new versions of the same bread? Like... (laughs) Like and this options, is the thing, is, and there's there's you know people like different things. like there's so many podcasts out there. Now to be totally honest with you, I don't listen to that many podcasts that are like what we're doing because mm. somehow I never just connected with them. Mm. Um, and people might say like there's so much that I like you out there, but we're all different in our in our own unique ways, and therefore there's always gonna be a space for majority of people to you know land something new into the market um I was I I was reading something the other day about a pretty little thing Mm. pretty little thing was only established in 2012 right Mm. Uh, huge huge by 2022 uh apparently they're going to be worth like 2.2 billion and we're talking about 2012 we're in 2019 going to 2020 in what seven eight years they've been able to accomplish that and all they do is sell clothes like every other retail online retailer yeah very true so it's all about just not thinking that oh well no one's going to want to hear my voice it's already been done Mm, yeah what do you have to say you know not everything needs to be unique because pretty little thing let's be honest it's any different it's not any different to misguided no different to any of those online retailers yes but then it just goes to show you how big the opportunity is and how big the audience is that they can each claim their mm-hmm. share and look at the size of their share. Look at the size of their pie. Look at the size <laughs> of their pie. 2.2 billion. Yeah, all mm. misguided, all ASOS, all of those brands are still doing very well. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think, yeah, I think that's just a massive, a massive thing for us this year. <laughs> like we forgot. I'm trying to look through my phone about what things can I think about that I've, I've done that achievements this yeah I did notice you didn't say that just before we started when we were like oh what are the things and I was like fine I'll bring it up no joking <laughs> no 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 um, I'm, pro- I'm proper dopey <laughs> I'm a dopey cow um what was I going to say to you okay next I was going to ask um because I know you're the traveler what's the best place you've traveled to this year uh, I'm not I, okay I'm not the traveler I just like traveling oh come on nah babes like listen if I could travel much more than I do obviously I would but I I, I don't because I've got commitments but this year has not been I haven't done that much traveling to be totally honest with you Mm um I did so I went to Singapore for work but I think that was for work but it was still a brilliant experience I I would put that as um the best place I've the places beyond what I thought it was going to be um, in every shape and form the food is divine mm. um just the, the the infrastructure of singapore listen if you ever google what's the best airports in the world it, yeah. it will tell you that the singapore singaporean airport is the best airport in the world it's like a mini theme park in an airport wow it's amazing they've put so much time so much effort into it there's a cinema in there free cinema you can go in there watch before you get your flight there's things that you wouldn't even think of so what on earth Luminic. 
it's crazy like I would love to go back there I'll probably be going back there this year at some point but I think that opened up my eyes um not just in terms of traveling but listen getting these jobs where they pay for you to travel like you don't have That's to one mate. mate you don't even have to I had spent zero p out there <laughs> they pay for everything and so I think if traveling I always think about oh I've got to save up and stuff like that mm-hmm. get, get a decent job where actually there's some global expansion plans going on there's some globalization that's going on they have involved yeah they have different offices where you can go and visit like make it work for you and yeah I think that was good but then also um not Amsterdam Edinburgh yeah <laughs> even though it's just down the road yeah so um Annette and I went to Edinburgh in at the end of August I think and um just as a random little get I don't even know again we're we're very similar in that we have an idea we chat a little bit over whatsapp and before you know it well I'll send her a link going I found this and she's like oh yeah I found that okay should we book it yeah okay cool done yeah there's no that's how I like it that's how I like it I don't like people hey I don't like people that say no or I I have to think about it I'll get back to you if you've got to think about it you can't go (laughs) so yeah we randomly booked this trip um and I and we stayed at oh gosh what was the hotel called the Dakota Deluxe um because I love a staycation so I knew of this hotel that I'd stayed at before in Leeds and they had one in Edinburgh so I was like I think you're gonna like this um and actually it was one of my favorite places to travel to as well because we went during Edinburgh Fringe um Fringe Festival and it was just lovely like good jokes nice drinks we drank loads of whiskey um and we just chilled uh, we spent one day where we left the hotel the whole day out 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 and then the next day we barely moved to the yeah. lobby and back um but I like trips like that where they kind of balance between being still but then sometimes being active um yeah I think for me it was more of the you know what is a really good way just to relax just go and get a hotel yeah and that's what I was going to ask you, because I know that's your ne- answer for the next question I was going to ask, which is what's the best thing you've or one of the best things that you've done for yourself this year? It's just getting going to hotels and just sitting down. Yeah. <laughs> Ordering room service or getting some food in, watching a program, going to sleep, being in a nice little bathroom, mm-hmm. um, going to sit in a lobby with a fire, with mm-hmm. a book, with your mm-hmm. laptop. Yeah. Um you can't beat things like it's the little things yeah because for me the reason I like such the advocate for staycations is because sometimes you don't have the annual leave to go away for you know a full week or two weeks sometimes you've your financials are doing something different but you can always find a deal to like go somewhere midweek and go and I for me I it actually gives me the opportunity to up grade and because I'm staying on this soil I treat it as like quite a luxurious weekend or however many Mm -hmm. days I'm staying so I upgrade myself and I stay in the nice boutique hotel with my breakfast and everything and I find for me that checking out for like 48 hours from the routine of life gives Mm -hmm. me invigorates me just as much as like going to I don't know wherever some far-flung place for like yeah 
you you've taught me that um not that I didn't you know we all know that you can do stuff like that but just not everyday big big holiday you don't have to do everything big just you could go to somewhere that is really close to you like I'm pretty sure there's some loads of places in England that you could go to sometimes it's just a really nice hotel some good breakfast that you have not had to cook Uh uh-huh you go back to a room where the bed's made and you didn't have to make it (laughs) the fresh linen um the fact that you can put on your door do not disturb Mm. it's the little delicacies in life that actually bring it actually for me it brought a little bit of life back into me that's good it had been a hard year at that point getting to August and actually just taking some time back and standing away from people that sometimes drain you and just doing you yeah it's a lot I completely understand that um yeah, I'm just a firm, firm believer for just breaking your routine every so often. It doesn't have to be expensive and you don't have to go far, but it they're just, you know, they don't replace those big trips and journeys because they've got their, mm-hmm. they stand within their own merit, but they just, you can pepper them in between and do them a little bit more regularly because they're a bit less costly as well. And um, mm-hmm. yeah. I'm I'm an advocate. <laughs> like you're you're an advocate. Um, there's a, what did I tell you? I told you recently just about a site that you could use. If you're sort of stuck for knowing where to go, there's a cool website. It might not be for everyone. Um, what is it called, Sash again? Uh, Lucky Trip. Lucky Trip. <laughs> so essentially, what Lucky Trip does is you put in your um budget and it sort of tells you where you could go I think I haven't used it personally I was told by a friend I think it just gives you somewhere where you could go for that money with the hotel included and stuff like that um but you know as I said sometimes you know if you live in London there's no reason why you can't go and just have a nice little London break like London is still a place that we all can still explore oh absolutely absolutely 100% even if it's just for the day if you you know live in northwest go to southeast go down to Kew Gardens go you know spend some time in Hackney even like there's there's all sorts of city farms and things that I'm like I didn't know this was here (laughs) I just I, I just love it I love the fact that um you you don't have to do everything big 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 um and so I thank you for that, Sasha. I'm, I'm definitely going to do some more staycations for 2020. Do it, girl. Do it. Okay, so moving forward to looking at next year then. Um, how do you tend to move into a new year? Are you a new year, new me person? Are you into goals? What does it look like? See, I know, I know you're always into setting something. I'm quite the opposite like I never ever set any type of goals my my goals are always in my head and not that they don't need they don't need to be written down but I like to be a bit fluid sometimes as well I don't actually believe in new year goals I believe that you can have a new start whenever you're in the right place mentally to do Uh. it like you're the person that makes things new not because it's ticked over to the January the first I I see what you mean yeah I think for some people it can be a good step change Um, and if that's what you need to make a change in your life then go forward and do you (laughs) Mm -hmm. 
and I, I think I, I like that. I like when people set goals, but I've always just been one of these people that if you set a goal, like a goal is just not for setting. If you don't know you're going to stick to it, there's no need to say it. It's not by force. Yeah. So all of this, oh, I'm going to go to the gym every week and I'm going to sign up to the gym. I'm going to have Buffy the body by September. You know, you're not going to do that because you know you're lazy. You know, you like eating ice cream every day. <laughs> like, be true to yourself. Do oh, something. Absolutely. That you, yeah. Be, do something that is achievable for you uh, at the state, in, in the state that you're currently in. Mm. Um, and so I think the reason why I don't set them is because yeah I like to be a little bit a little bit fluid but I still have clear things so I know like now some of the stuff that I want to do mm-hmm. but a lot of things um are dependent on external factors etc so there's some things that you want to do that you might not be able to because you know either someone else is involved um and you have to rely on them for it mm-hmm. but um I I sort of yeah sometimes I'm quite free with it I'm more I'm more someone that does things more spontaneously mm. than for it if that makes sense for the last couple of years I've done there's two things that I've done so um I listened to a podcast called happier and um they did this thing in 2018 called 18 for 2018 and then in 1919 for 2019 <laughs> and what it is is kind of setting uh 19 this year uh little goals or things that you want to do for yourself and you kind of write this list and you keep it in your mind and come back to it throughout the year and what I really like about it is it's not one big massive goal that you're likely to forget about three months in they're little things so if you've seen a particular cafe where you want to go and have dessert um you could put that as I want to go to uh, where was my place last year it was called the pudding stop in St Albans and so when my mum was mm. like oh Sasha we should meet up and do something I was like oh do you want to go here um it could be big things mm. like I want to go to x place it could be I want to make sure I go to the dentist twice this year it um it could be some things that you need to do and some things that you want to do and they're big and small but I like that there's something about writing things down that makes them more likely to happen and they stick in your conscience. Um, Mm. And I've always found that when I've done it, I look back at the year and I'm like, oh, I actually did that, I did that, I did that. Um, That's how I like to do things. Rather than having one big goal, I kind of, it's not even a goal, it's just more how I want my year to feel, little things I want to do that I know will kind of make Mm. me feel good and I can involve other people in. So there's that that I do. Sometimes I set a, a word for the year, but that doesn't really stick. It just feels good at the time, whatever. But one thing I've done for the last two years that I absolutely love, I'm going to recommend so vigorously to everyone who listens to this podcast and encourage you to do it. I write myself a letter and it's a letter via an mm. email. Mm. It's a letter via an email um, on a website called Future Me. And so... Ooh. What you can do is you can write yourself a letter and you set a date for it to come back to your email inbox. Mm -hmm. Um, And I will tend to do, I I can do a few. Um, One might be goal oriented. If there's something in my head that I want to work towards towards the year, because I know I can dip up throughout the year and a year is a really long time. Say in like June, I'll set a random day in June and I'll forget about it. You think you'll remember, you won't remember. And Mm -hmm. 
one day in June, it just pops back into my inbox and it will say things like, how are you doing with this goal? This was the marker that you said you were going to be on by this point. Mm. Are you there yet? You know, how does it feel? What does it look like? What's changed? I then send myself like a kind of personal one that I just put for a random date in the future. There's no rhyme or reason to it. And it just asks, you know, how are you feeling, Sash? Um, at, when you wrote this letter, you were concerned about this. How does that mm-hmm. feel now? How does that look? How have you moved on from there? Mm-hmm. And I, I, uh, it's one of the best, best things I've, I've done for amazing. myself in the last couple of years. Just because it, I think it does a few things. If you've managed to move on from those things, it just goes to show as like physical evidence how much you've grown within a period. Because I don't think we give ourselves that credit a lot of time. Because mm. we just always move in and we think we're always the same. We don't give ourselves the credit for have, having changed. But when you can look back and there's concrete evidence that says, oh, eight months ago I was here and I was wondering about this and now I'm here. And then that bolsters you to carry on and move forward. Mm, I love that. So I would really, really, really. So can you just can you just confirm or not confirm? Can you just let us know what that website is again? The, the website is called futureme.org and so you can write yourself a letter it's a personal letter whatever some people make theirs um, public and you can read public letters I guess to see they're anonymous always um, mm. so you can see the kind of things they've they've written because they can be quite nice life advice in there actually um, if you read some of the public letters it can give you some kind of direction about what to write for yourself but I'd just say just write freely write in the moment write about how you're feeling exactly now because I guarantee you uh whatever date you set it at to read when you next come to it there'll have been some change um for the better or worse it will kind of galvanize your spirits if you haven't quite got to where you want to um it will show you you know do I need to change this goal? Do I need to stop mm. it? Is it something I'm after anyone? It just invites you to kind of look in and check in on yourself. I love I it. I love that. <laughs> I love that. You know what? If Annette's going to try it, you know. Yay! Yeah. Annette's going to try it! Do it, do it, do it. Do I'm it. I'm going to try it. And God willing, we'll be here next year. Yay! Hey, Amen! For 2020. What, what? oh yeah <laughs> yeah so um you said uh, I you said you don't set goals but do you have any sort of vibe for how you want 2020 to kind of look for you what you've got planned we know that you know while we're busy planning things life happens but you can kind yeah, of look forward to the yeah, vision happens. and the thing is is I think I want to just become a bit more financially savvy okay. um I think I'm good finance wise it's just looking at um maybe doing some more investments and things like that just to you know we're we're moving into brexit so only god knows what that means for me uh so for some of us it could be looking at your current mortgage deal for those who ain't got property looking at buying properties and how that's going to affect you but i think becoming more financially savvy is saying okay hey right these are all my financial commitments this is where I want to be. Um, what do I need to do to get there? And I think if I do anything at the end of every year is, is I check financially where I'm at. Amazing. That's brilliant. Um, 
and just try and put it all in perspective. So, right, has this year been a year where I've been slacking a bit and just spending mm. a bit much? Or have I been tightening my belt and that's really good next year? I can loosen it a bit. So, you know, being financially savvy is not just about always tighten your belt it's sometimes saying listen I've done really good this year I'm in a really good place next year I'm going to do a big holiday or next year I'm going to do this and it's okay to do that that's what living is all about you can't take your money to your grave all of those people that just want to save 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 you when you die that money is going to somebody else but you've worked for it so find some time in that year to yeah enjoy and pat yourself on the back and you know we we know we've got a big 35th um holiday coming up which I'm really really like ridiculously looking forward to Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) you know I like flying so yeah I'm looking forward to that but um also I think as as I've got older I think all of us you can finesse your employer um we need to do a podcast on that you can finesse your employers you know to give you more money yes okay there and if they say oh we're not you know we're not looking to give you a pay rise we're not looking to bounce yeah agree yeah if you want a podcast on how to finesse your employers i'm the queen of finessing just (laughs) 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 oh my gosh but like it's that thing becoming more um becoming more open and honest with your employers about you know there's some people that go and ask for stuff like pay rises and and, but you're not good at your job so no one ain't going to take you seriously like you have to know where you fit in the ecosystem when it comes to performance and talent if you know you're worth your the you know you're worth the coins ask for them ask them because you don't get if you don't ask and this is private I'm talking about private sector public sector there's no such thing as asking yeah but if you're not in the private sector, if you don't ask, you won't get. And if yeah, you don't and they get, rely on you not to ask. Yeah, they rely on you. Do you know how many people I know get pay rises because they've asked, not hmm. because they deserve it? Hmm. Right? Come see, come see truth now. Come yes. see truth. And that will change what your 2020 is going to be like. If you don't ask and if your employer turns around and says to you, um, no, we can't give it to you this time you need to start looking for another job and not because you're trying to get back at them but if you have plans for 2020 and they involve needing more money yeah you, you know, gotta get on it you you gotta get on it so my whole thing is 2020 try and get on that finishing flex and um yeah my 2020 would be about enjoying some of the fruits of my labor you know oh come on girl yes 35 man we're 35 yeah, man. Yeah, man. Yeah, girl. I'm here for it. I'm here for it. You see what I'm saying? No more struggling. I do, babes. I do. Okay. Like, yeah. So that's me. But I, 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 what's in it for you, Sash? I know, I know you got plans. I do. You know, I keep quite I quiet about my stuff. I know you got the plans, but tell out. us something. Um. So, <laughs> firstly, what I would say is I'd like to move to an area where you don't always hear sirens <laughs> going past. <laughs> Sorry if you can hear that, lovely listener, but you know, Southeast London. London that. <laughs> um, I there's one particular book I want to read, um, probably before the year 2020 starts, and it's called The 12 Week Year, and it's talking about kind of achieving more goals by focusing down on one thing and stop trying to spread yourself to do too many things. So you kind of break your years 
you break the year down into quarters. Um, and I think if I was to break my year down into quarters, I think next year for me would look like uh, financial gain. Um, and that's probably going to be through increasing revenue streams. Mm. Um, um, I think it would also, I'm hoping that it looks like, a, uh, I don't want to say not better, Bobby, what do I want to say? Um, hmm. Oh, gosh. I don't know how to say it, but basically I would like to be in the best shape of my life for our 35th um, massive holiday. So, body, body wise. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Listen, this is not even a joke. Like, don't even, listen, let's not even talk about it because I want the peoples, when they see the, the type of pictures that are coming through, for that to be the testament. Yeah. So that's one of the things on there. Um, and then after we get that out of the way the main thing for me is um getting myself on the property ladder um, Yay! yeah towards the end of next year for sure um and who knows yeah growth in a few ways but we'll see what 2020 has got in store yeah I think tw- you know it's the start of a new decade and I think for everyone it should be if you haven't already made it like a sort of a clean slate type thing. So what happened in the last decade doesn't have to determine what happens in the next. Uh Mate, you have so much autonomy around what the next year looks like. Yep. Um, But it's about whether you take the steps to change it. Your your, your 2020 could be like your 2019, or it could be a new step in you becoming a new version of yourself. Yep. But it's all in our hands. There's certain things like the majority of what our lives are like day to day is to do with how yeah. all the decisions we make. Yeah, right. Because the some, decisions you make today decide what your tomorrow looks like. a lot. Exactly. So if you want, that's what I'm saying, if you want it to be different to the year that you've just had or the year before that, like cause we're, we're talking in decades here, you have that, you know, if it's something to do with um, stuff that you can't change, like health and stuff like that fair enough but also with health you can change it you can start eating much healthier you can start you know changing your diet and all all sorts but don't you know a decade has gone Mm. and that was brilliant and Mm. we've had back sessions about that but think of this as being slightly different every new year yeah I think it feels more palpable because it's a new decade it sits in people's minds quite differently I don't know if people have really like we're talking about it being a new decade I don't think people are really deep in that this is a new decade yeah mm. this this next decade whoa so much can happen and you know there's going to be some great stuff there's going to be some not so great stuff and but mm. it all makes us who we are in the in, in the long run but you know or if, if you're a person like me that doesn't really plan too tough or there's somebody like you that you know you're quite clear about what you want to achieve for next year it doesn't matter but have some form of dream something that you can push forward and keep at the forefront of your thinking that's what we all need is let there be something at the forefront that doesn't leave and it's mm-hmm. like it's, it's pestering you remember this remember this remember this let if if, as long as you've got that and you follow something through it's all good 
so good it's so good so on that note guys we thank you so much for tuning in and listening to the first season of the 30 thrive with us um we have loved having you we have loved your feedback and your comments um and we've loved doing it to be honest um love i've loved everyone knows that i've always wanted to do something like this so i've loved it um I just wanted to do quickly like a shout out to everyone who has either um, sent us messages just saying well done guys I love the podcast or that episode was fun or you know those things I'm telling you we read every single one we Mm -hmm. rejoice behind closed doors for Mm -hmm. the smallest of comments like Mm -hmm. we we appreciate anybody who takes time to say, hey, let me listen to this 35 podcast that my friends put out because there's some of you lot, and I know you're listening now, there's some, I'm putting myself really close to the mic, some of you haters that I know from day dot that have not congratulated me, I see you. (laughs) Ah, Nick, you make me laugh. (laughs) Oh my you can't call these people my out. girl said I'm bringing myself up close to the mic <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! my props like you, you haven't given us way too much I listen swear. from episode one where you lot couldn't even hear us on the mic mate bruh the growth you see you're talking about the growth over over 10 years the growth over 12 weeks please excuse me honestly there's been so much going on um let me just double check I think there were some questions that we had from people that we may not have answered okay I'm gonna leave that with you you're gonna leave that with me gotta get it um but yeah as I was saying it was more about just thanking you all for tuning in um and get us on socials we're on Instagram mainly more than anything else um so interact you won't hear from us until the new year but that doesn't mean we're not here we're still here we're still doing our thing uh, and I just really want to say thank you <laughs> guys we've loved it we've loved it we've loved it um we wish you a wonderful end to the year write your future me letters trust me you'll thank me for it um and we're wishing you the best start to 2020 Merry Christmas and Happy New Year, guys. We out, we out.